Hello and welcome back to my little corner of Oklahoma education. It's been, well, first off, it was our first full week back in a while because, well, we had a Labor Day a couple weeks ago and then we had um, professional development last week. So this was the first full week we've had in a bit. And I don't know about you, but I know what that means, the whack-a-mole. Um, those first few days back, it's almost like some of the students forget how to act. So you're constantly feel like you're having to deal with like little niggling issues here and there. Um, and it's usually the ones that were kind of uh, struggling to understand uh, policies and procedures for the first few weeks. And you finally got them there. And then we decided to take, you know, uh, a three day weekend and then a four day weekend. And so, yeah, that was uh, fun. I just had to get them back in line. And it's like, nope, all those things we talked about in the previous weeks uh, are still not cool for you to do here. All those things we talked about what you're supposed to be doing, st still what I expect from you. So yeah, that was like Monday or Tuesday and uh, got that mostly in line so I can enjoy the, the rest of the week. Finished up another unit, uh, finished up our Renaissance Reformation and uh, Scientific Revolution unit and the plan is to start on Age of Exploration tomorrow. And as I told the students, like the whole point of world history is to help them understand the world that they live in, like the ideas and all of that. So we kind of previewed and talked about the idea that, I mean, whether we like it or not, European ideas and European languages have dominated our globe. And we're trying to find out why in the story. We're seeing them change during that Renaissance Reformation Scientific Revolution. Now we're going to see them spread out around the globe because they kind of pointed all over the map. And it's just like the main language, you know, being spoken on like three of the continents is was not the main language that was there, you know, 500 years ago, 600 years ago. Uh, the, the main people there, not the same people. So we get to look at that and how that came about. Uh, what else? We had, we had Spirit Week, which I don't really ever participate. I mean, I don't know. It's not like I'm against it. I just, I don't think about it. I'm, I'm neutral to it, which I think some students, they don't understand that. They think like, if you don't participate, then you must not like it. And it's like, eh, I just, I just don't, I just don't really think about it that much. I had your dress up days and um, I guess, I guess I did wear my red school polo on Friday, so I was participating in the red out, and I went to the football game to support students, mainly it was, to be honest, it was for my son who's on the drum line, got to see the show with their actual uh, costumes and, and way more of the show put together than when I saw it a few weeks ago at the parent preview, so that was good, also saw uh, a few former students, got to see them, say hey, I haven't seen some of them in months or years, uh, so that was that was nice. But uh, what else did we have going on? Um, I mean, it was just a, a week. But I did, I did have some things that I've, uh, I guess I've thought about this week. They've been brought up, and I get one of them. It was uh, recently, and I guess we've all heard this one before. The whole "don't judge a book by its cover." Like we've all heard that. Like we all know. But uh, I heard someone go a little deeper, and and they also said, and you shouldn't do do it by a random chapter either. And we do that a lot, don't we? Like we look at other teachers in the hallway and it's like, oh, why, why are they like that, like that, whether it's good or bad? And maybe they're going through something. They've got personal things they got to deal through. Maybe you could be there to help them sort it out and figure out how to stay on the right track. Or if they're doing something that you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It's a, uh, 
remember when I was younger, sometimes I beat myself up because it's like, I don't feel like my lessons are that good or I don't feel uh, like I have the connection with the students as they do. And I'd always, and in that moment, looking at that random chapter on a random, you know, Wednesday in October, I would feel bad. But I, I wouldn't stop and think about, oh, wait, like they've been teaching this subject for a few more years than I have. Or just they've been in the classroom for a little bit longer than me and they've had more time to hone their craft. And I was thinking, like, we do that a lot as teachers. We, we beat ourselves up when we don't have things all together. And we see it with our students. Um, I think we sometimes judge them by the chapter they're in that day. And it's like, yeah, that's the behavior they're having and the thing that we're seeing. But that doesn't mean um, it's always going to be that way. I, I, feel like, I feel like one of my superpowers is uh, allowing students to start over each day. But to allow them to start over each day. And I've, I've had a few of those already where I've had students get upset because, you know, I didn't let them go to the bathroom quick enough. And I never told them no. I just like, hey, let's finish a thing. And I've had some, a couple just kind of walk out because they just get impatient. And I don't take it personal. I have a chat with them and say, like, these are the boundaries. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you no because that's awkward and no one's trying to be on the news. But if you're in the middle of a, a task with people in your group, I'm going to ask you to finish that before you leave. Um, if you're, if I asked you to read a chunk of text, I'm going to ask you to read it before you leave. And it, these are not ridiculous asks on my part, but it's all part of that, that training. And I can see them. I've had some who got pretty irritated and kind of got an attitude with me, but I was also like, who knows what they dealt with that morning? Who knows what they dealt with, um, the hour before or at lunch. And, and maybe they're just mad at boyfriend, girlfriend, mom, dad, life and it has nothing to do with me and I don't have to escalate it and assume that I'm in a bad chapter um maybe maybe it is for them but it doesn't have to be for me and I actually uh, spoke with one of the young ladies recently who kind of got irritated with me in the first couple weeks but I let her start over I think it freaks them out sometimes because the next day I'm just like hey how you doing welcome back uh I don't like scowl at them I'm just like you better not you better not act like that again today or or else I, I just hey welcome back we're going to start over. I get to start over. You get to start over. We're all going to start over. And I think that weirds them out for a bit. I think they hold the grudge a little longer than me because I'm always trying to like talk to them, engage with them and show them like, hey, it doesn't have to be like yesterday. That chapter's over. And uh, I did. I And I got the chance with one young lady. I kind of said, hey, it's told her. Like, I appreciate you letting this start over because I know it's like I know you got frustrated with me the other week. Um, but I appreciate you giving me a chance to start over and realizing that I'm not like that. I'm not who you think I am. And also realizing maybe you were just having a day and this, this whole interaction for the next few months doesn't have to be like that. And it's been great ever since then. Um, I also had a student join class uh, a little bit later, so I didn't get to see some of the uh, explanations of who I am and why I do what I do. So um, also they are a little... Um, obstinate oppositional maybe um but like the quiet kind so it's like put your phone away and they put it away and as soon as you turn around they get it back out again it's like hey can you put that in the back of your pocket and then again they're not flipping the bird they're not yelling screaming that just as soon as you talk to other students or walk away they get it back out again and i went round and round uh for a while uh I, and and talking with the student they were they were very much trying to explain to me like hey mr farnham I mean, I don't need to be rude. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to pass this class. I'm going to do it. I just don't need what all of them need. You know, that idea of, yeah, I don't, I don't need what all of those other uh, students need. I'm going to do fine. And I, 
I couldn't help myself because it's like, once again, judging a book by its cover, the chapter you're in, it's like he assumed he, he knew me. And over the last next couple of weeks, I've let him kind of be not as plugged in with the rest of the class because I'm trying to figure out what's going on there. And he he's kind of come out of his shell this last week. He's uh, was even answering questions in class. Uh, not the most talkative with some of his group mates when he's supposed to. But I was even hearing from some of his other teachers that he was, you know, getting paper out and pencil out and, you know, taking notes in a math class and working in a different class and in in like a science class. And it was like, oh, okay. So maybe maybe the three of us are not judging him by his chapter and giving him a chance to grow and come, you know, come to realize that it doesn't have to be this class doesn't have to be like the other ones. And also don't assume that I'm just some history teacher who's going to make you memorize names and dates. No, it's more important than that we have life skills to figure out and history is a great way to sort through those through the examples of others their lives and the events that have gone on around us so yeah I was kind of I couldn't help myself but he's like yeah I'm just like no offense but I don't need what they need and yeah just that assumption that what they need and what I'm giving is just work and assignments and it's so much more than that and I'm really looking forward to the next few months as more and more of them figure that out. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, uh, I heard recently this idea of if you believe a student can't, then they won't, you know, and, and it's, it's kind of like if you believe you can't, then they, then you won't. It's the same thing with students. So if you believe they can't, then they won't. And, and, and then I heard someone take that to its logical conclusion. So it's like, if you decide after the first few days, we're being honest, uh, or, if you are, uh, after a few first few weeks, you're like, you know what? I didn't judge a book by its cover, but I've seen enough of the intro chapters to know where this is going. And it's like, why don't, why don't you just, why don't you call it quits? Why don't you just let the principals know? Let the parents know, let everyone know. Like, yeah, that, that kid, that kid can't be saved. That kid can't be reached. And, but no one's going to do that because they know how ridiculous that is. But yet we do that all the time. We, we do that while we, uh, gossip and talk in the hallways. And I'm like, oh yeah, that kid from last year. I've had that happen uh, already. Someone tell me like, oh yeah, how's it going? Like that kid from last year. And I'm like, they're delightful. They're fine. Uh, I wish they'd show up to school a little bit more. Uh, but when they're here, they engage, they work, everything's fine. It's like, I, I wouldn't have known they would, were supposed to be a problem child except for, you know, maybe I did see him with the principals a little bit last year and this teacher trying to tell me what they were like. And it's like, chill. We don't, we don't need that. We're not judging. I'm not judging this human by nine months that we call his freshman year. I'm not judging this human by the nine months that we call her freshman year. So I'm big into that right now. And I just like that idea of if you believe they, a student can't, they won't. And it's like, do something. Like, do something about it. Help them. I mean, maybe they're not, for me, going to be the best historian ever. Most of them won't. But I can help them be better today than they were yesterday. Um, and I think, I've always heard it before, and I've mentioned it before, the idea of just see something in them. That's sometimes, that's all you need, is just be the adult that sees something in them that they don't see yet and help move them that way. I think I've talked about it before. There's a movie line from Lions for Lambs about how the teacher's superpower was seeing potential in other, in his students. And he like pushes them towards that potential. And I think that's the whole goal sometimes. Like forget about some of the nitpicky meetings and the, the, the data graphs that we all know are bunk, especially when they're trying to compare the 
reading scores of the class of uh, 2022 to the class of 2021 to the class of 2020. And they're like, look, it went up. And it's like, uh, yeah, but we don't know why, because these are three different groups of kids. And uh, you can get overwhelmed by that stuff, but it's just, no, we're here to see something in our students, to not judge them um, by that chapter and definitely not by that cover. And it made me think, especially the whole like take action thing. And it reminded me of a poem I have uh, hanging up behind my desk. It's, it's an old one. It's written by a Scottish guy named William Ernest Henley. It's called Invictus. And it's real short. I think I'm going to read it. Yeah. Open poetry, Mike Knight, mm, sort of. Let's see here. Out of the night that covers me black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloodied, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds, and shall find, me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And I used to have a, a wrist bracelet that had those last two lines. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. It hangs in my bag now. But I just, I couldn't help but think about that when that idea of take action. It's like, this is my classroom. I am the captain of my classroom. And I don't, I don't have to take on the mindsets of colleagues. I don't have to take down the mindsets of some of the principles. I, I have to figure out what works for me and to reach out to my students and figure out a way to work with them. Because ultimately, I'm it. You shut the door to G104, welcome to my kingdom. I'm going to rule it benevolently, um, but I'm going to rule it because I'm the one in charge. I'm the adult in the room. And so, yeah, I think that's what I've been... Uh, looking at this week, even when I have those hints of people trying to tell me I should judge someone, like a judge their chapter or their cover, and it's like I'm not gonna do it. When it judged by their their test scores or judged by their backstory, and at some point it's like no, um, I don't have to do that, and I don't have to just write them off with excuses when they don't reach the standards that I'm looking for. I I readjust, I I re-aim, and I try again. And I think that's what we should all be doing. Um, be the captain. You're in charge. The, the lifeguards are gone. You're swimming in the, in the deep end now. You got to handle this yourself. So yeah, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my classroom. And I think maybe you should be too. Have a day.